Welcome to the Jesus Never Ran podcast, where we look at slowing down our lives so we can focus on things that truly matter. I'm your host, Matt Kinzera. Let's take a walk. Getting it out there is so painful and awesome and lovely and, oh, when my burn burned down, Paradise of California burned down. So who am I to sit here and complain about my lot in life? There comes a point in time where you just have to milk the damn goat. That's the lion, that's the lion, that's the lion. That's it, man. That's it, bro. Hey everyone, this week, kind of a special episode. I'm excited because we have been doing Jesus Never Ran podcast now for a year. So it's birthday time. It is time to celebrate the Jesus Never Ran birthday. Now the actual date was March 11th, but as we all know, there's been a fair amount going on lately. So I didn't want to be in celebration mode when really honestly we're all a little bit in freak out mode trying to figure out what's going on here. So today we are going to talk a little bit about this one year anniversary and we're going to talk about where Jesus Never Ran is going in this upcoming year. So it should be fun, should be exciting, making a little bit of a pivot, but I'm really excited about it. Get ready couple things before we jump in too far. Number one, the best way that you can support this podcast is just to look at your device, whatever you're listening to this on, and hit the subscribe button. Then go one step farther, and especially if you are on an Apple device, there should be five stars so you can rate the podcast. Just hit the five-star rating, or just be honest. If you think it's a four-star podcast, hit the four-star, but give us a rating. And then if you have a little bit of time, go ahead and write a review as well. That's just the best way for a podcast to get in front of more and more people. The other thing I want to keep everybody up to date on is how to continue to support the sponsors of Jesus Never Ran. So Infinity Beverages, I was just there yesterday, still open for business. Their hours are limited, so make sure you check their website or their Facebook page before you drop in on them. You can go there and you can pick up items or you can order items for delivery. So check out their website at www.infinitybeverages.com. Similar situation for Rise Nutrition, still open for business, although they currently are only available online. The best way to get a hold of them is to hop on their Facebook page, which is Rise Menominee, and that is Rise with a Z. Please do your part. Get out there, support both of these wonderful organizations so we can help them through this difficult time. Happy birthday. I'm not going to lie, the podcast anniversary here definitely snuck up on me and passed me by before I even realized it happened. The first Jesus Never Ran podcast, we put out two at the same time. It was The Native Priest and Milk the Damn Goat. Both of them came out on March 11th of last year. So it had already passed me by before I even realized it happened, probably because there's so much going on in our world right now. But this year has been so incredible in so many ways, and it's been such an honor and such an incredible experience to talk to so many difference makers and such a wide variety, everything from business owners to musicians to pastors to just about everything in between. And I know from talking to listeners that these interviews have deeply inspired and challenged 
you out there to move forward in your own life or take your own risks or at least have some conversations that maybe you weren't so willing to have before. And I also know that for some of us, it's been a little bit frustrating because when you hear stories of people stepping out in faith and doing really cool things, sometimes it makes you wonder, well, why can't I do that as well? All of that is really good, I think, because the more questions we ask ourselves, the more possibility we have of taking a step forward and doing something that we've always dreamed of doing. Now, here's the other thing that is interesting, that next month in May actually represents a year anniversary for me personally. That is the month, right in the beginning of May, I think it was one of the first few days in May, was the last day that I had a normal job. (laughs) I quit my job at the time, and I moved into being a full-time speaker and podcaster. And let me tell you, it has been an absolute journey. And here's the reality. Here's the, here's maybe the part that makes me a little bit strange uh, and not necessarily in good ways. But when I quit, I didn't really have a plan. It was just one of these things that happened. And I'm not going to go into the story, but let me just tell you, it just kind of happened uh, through a conversation with my boss and with the owner of the business I was working for. And it's very spiritual as well because I knew this conversation was going to happen even though it wasn't on the books. And so I knew it was something I was supposed to do, but I didn't have a plan. In general, I would recommend people have a plan before they step off a cliff like I did, but I didn't. I just knew that the only way to see if I could pull off this career is to just do it, to force myself to be in a space where I either had to pull it off or I was going to be in a whole lot of trouble, as was my family. And let me say, I'm not saying that I recommend this because it was a white-knuckle year. It was a stressful year. I don't want to pretend like I quit my job, and all of a sudden, everything got so fantastic because it was challenging. But it was also so life-giving when you're met with so many challenges, one right after the other, and when you're forced to figure things out, it is, yeah, it's hard, but it also is so exciting and so inspirational. And then you surprise yourself with what you're capable of doing. Let me just share a few of the things that happened since that time when I quit my job and really during the majority of the Jesus Never Ran podcasting time. So during the last year, I started speaking nationally with an organization called Rachel's Challenge. It was the first time ever in my life that I was just flying all over the place, going into places I've never been before, uh, given an inspirational message, just uh, incredible organization, incredible opportunity, something I would have never been open to, never been looking for, and would have never had the time and opportunity to do it. Now I'm so excited to be connected with Rachel's Challenge and to be a part of everything that they stand for. Also, our organization that encourages relationships called In It Together that my wife and I do, we've continued to develop and expand, had all sorts of opportunities come up, which has been amazing. I've expanded my podcasting business. This started just as this podcast that you're listening to right now. But as of the first of this year, I have started now producing podcasts for other people. And the reason that is so exciting, and I'm, I'm picky about who I will do this with, I won't just do it for anybody. 
But the reason why this is so exciting is because podcasting is such a great avenue to get your passion out there into this world. And there's so many wonderful and passionate people that I know and that I'm connected with. And so to help them get their message into this world is unbelievably exciting and honoring. And I love just helping them tell their story. And I also love making people sound as brilliant as they really are, which is what you get to do when you're producing a podcast. Uh, recently, I've started working with an organization called Fierce Freedom. Fierce Freedom is deep in the fight of overcoming human trafficking. And it's just been an honor to partner with them in a lot of different ways, from speaking to consulting to working on some projects that they're doing. Again, just a such a cool experience to be able to be in all of these different spaces, all of them using the gifts that I have, but using those in some unique ways every single opportunity that I get. And, and like I said, this has been a bit of a white knuckle year. And for the first six to seven months, it was hang on for dear life. Because again, I didn't have a great plan. I didn't have this huge savings account built up that could last me an entire year. <laughs> I mean, I had a little bit of a savings account that could last me maybe a month or two. That was about it. But we just made it through. My whole family is to be commended for that as well because it's not easy to do something like this. It takes a lot of unity, a lot of conversation, a lot of sacrifice in a lot of different ways to make something like this get off the ground. But now that we turned into the new year, it really feels like... I and we as a family have our feet underneath us and we're moving forward. We feel like we're sustaining good and uh, just having an incredible time continuing to expand and grow as individuals and as a family. So now what I want to do is I'm not the type of person that loves to dwell too much on the past. So I didn't want this episode to be some sort of big birthday celebration. I know for our 20th episode, we did a little bit of that, but I didn't want to do that for this episode. Instead, I wanted to just be thankful for where we have been, share a little bit about the craziness that has happened in this past year, but really spend a lot of time talking about where we're going to go in the second year of Jesus Never Ran. I don't deny there's some strange evolutionary process going on, but mankind won't be destroyed. The fact that you and I are working here today is evidence of that evidence. So this year, we are going to focus in on one specific area. And based on who I know listens to this podcast, I think you're going to be interested and excited about the conversation. So let me give you a little bit of the backstory of why we're going to head into the direction that I'm going to tell you we're going to head in. Now, I grew up Catholic, if you've been listening to this podcast all the way through, or if you've known me for years, you know that about me. Uh, and then I started going to more of an evangelical, non-denominational church when I was in college. That was the first time I ever went to a non-Catholic church. And this was an incredible experience, an experience that I'll cherish for my entire life. But as I look back on that experience and I think through that experience, one thing that I realized that I did is I just accepted everything that I was told and I accepted everything I was taught. And the reason I did that is because I knew the people that were teaching it and sharing with me 
were wonderful people who had great hearts and a great purpose in life. And I really believe their hearts were in absolutely the right place. There were people that cared for me a great deal as well as my wife. And they're people that I looked up to. And so, of course, I wanted to listen to what they had to say. And, of course, I wanted to take on the same beliefs that they had because I wanted to become more like them. And I also, of course, wanted to become more like Jesus. So I just accepted everything I would hear, everything I was told. And honestly, this led to an incredible ride, a great ride, so many great experiences. However, about 10 years into this, and I'm just rough guesstimating here because I don't honestly remember when it started, but I know it was about a decade into this evangelical ride that I was on, I started having a lot of questions. And so I went from just blindly believing everything that was being taught or told to me to one by one starting to have these thoughts or questions in my head. Now, I'm the type of person that doesn't shy away from questions, doubts, all of that. But I did want to ask them to somebody. So when I would ask the questions that I had to people that I knew or leadership of the church I was a part of, I would always get one of two responses. The first response that I would get is I would get these answers that really didn't seem appropriate to the question I was asking. So I was asking a question that I felt was was pretty deep-seated and pretty specific, and I felt like I would usually get a very generalized answer. And I also felt like most of the questions I had were receiving the same types of answers, and it wasn't helpful at all. The second thing that was happening is that as I would ask questions or as I would have doubts, it seemed as if at least some people and some organizations actually wanted to just dismiss the questions or even dismiss me or disassociate with me because that's probably, I guess, the easier way to deal with it. But However, that actually played out. That's just how I felt. If that was reality or not, who knows? But that's how I felt about everything that was going on. And so I never felt like I was getting any sort of forward movement in my heart and in my mind about all of these things that I was wrestling with. I've been lost in my own thoughts. I've been lost in my mind. I've been wondering what these goals cost it Well, the parade is not time Yeah, I've been walking all cold Now, the obvious question that I'm sure you have right now is, well, what, what are these crazy questions that Matt has that he can't get his answers to? Well, bear with me because it's, it's deep and it's a lot. <laughs> And, and what I'm going to spew at you right now is years and years and years of things that are going on in my brain. And my brain can be a very dangerous place to be from time to time. But I bet as I share some of these things with you, there are going to be a good number of you out there who are going to be shaking your head Yes, because they're questions that I think most of us have at some point or another. So this is not an exhaustive list. This is just a partial list. First, one of the things I had a deep question about is, can the Bible be inspired but not without error? I was always taught that the Bible was a book that had zero errors in it. Yet, 
I was reading it, and at least in my mind, I was seeing all of these, what I view and still view as, as huge contradictions, and we'll get into that in the future. But is it possible to still believe in the Bible and believe it's inspired, but maybe not think that it's as perfect as everybody always told me it was? I mean, that's a big question because that's a foundational question of our faith, right? Another question that I had is this Bible that we just talked about talks a lot about Jesus dying once and for all, that Jesus died for everyone. So the question that comes with that is why do we assume in our general faith tradition, why do we assume that the word all means just Christians? Or in some cases, why does the word all mean just our specific faith tradition? That really has always created a great deal of struggle in my heart and in my mind. Another question is, if Jesus is God in the flesh, how can we see Jesus as being so full of mercy and grace, while most of what I see of God seems to be angry? <laughs> and if the Bible, as the Bible says, if God is love, why does love kill so many people, specifically in the Old Testament? was never able to reconcile those things in my head. Here's another one. I'm just going to keep going for a little bit here. Why is there such a chasm between Christians and the LGBTQ community? It made no sense to me that in a world where there's wars and there's murders and rapes and all sorts of crazy things going on in the world, it seemed to me as if the church was much more willing to stand beside people in situations that seemed much more challenging, but were not willing to stand alongside or even have conversations about people who were gay or any sort of gender issues for that matter. Another one that I had is, is hell Real And this kind of buckles back to an earlier question that I had, but if God is love, how can hell be real? I guess that's the crux of that question. Am I laying them on thick here for you yet? And then here, this is, I promise this is the last one before I, I make your head spin off. Another question I had is, why is every church the same? And I say that meaning if you walk into a church in let's say the east coast and you walk into a church in the midwest and they're both non-denominational evangelical churches you're going to experience something that's much the same maybe a little bit different maybe the coffee tastes a little bit different and the moving backgrounds are a little bit unique to each other but at the end of the day you're getting the same church service and one of the things I always struggled with with the catholic church is that you'd go every single week and it was almost exactly the same and so now I go to an evangelical, non-denomination, whatever you want to call it. I go to that type of church expecting things to be unique and different, yet they're just the same in a different way than the Catholic church was the same. So why is that happening? Especially if God is this great creative being, you know, why would all of our church services seem to be the same? All right, so that's a rambling. That's a lot to take in, right? But that all leads up to the space that I want to enter into this year with Jesus Never Ran. I want us together, and I'll lead it because I've already told you some of what's going on in my brain. I want us to, to go after this together because here's the interesting thing, and I don't want you to be fearful because here's the interesting thing. These questions that I've had over the past decade or so, they have not made me lose my faith, not even 
close. Not even close. They've not made me lose my faith. They have not made me lose my belief in God. Quite the opposite is true. What they have caused me to do is to dig both feet in, to dive head first, whatever analogy you want to use. That's what it's caused me to do. And it's caused me to rethink things. It's caused me to study a lot more. It's caused me to read books that I never would have read before. It caused me to look for people with differing opinions than what I have. And it's opened my mind up to so many things that I was never even aware existed before. So this this situation that I'm outlining for you, these doubts, these questions, they, in my perspective, have actually caused my faith to grow and expand a great deal. I think we all get lost from time to time, not completely sure how to move forward. Wrapped up in the fear of losing everything And having nothing to show for our time on this earth Like did we live? Were we more than John Brown? So we're going to continue in much the same way that we have this past year We're just going to focus in much more on this topic in specific So when it's just me sharing on this podcast like I am today I'm going to take one of these things And I might not even take the whole thing I might just take a tiny piece of one of these things And share with you how I've digested it Share with you some of the things I've learned, some of the things I've come to understand. And I'm also not afraid to share with you how my beliefs have changed on certain things and what those beliefs are. Now, it's important for you to take the stance that you don't have to believe like I do or agree with the things that I say. I'm just going to be sharing with you how I've unfolded some of these questions and doubts in my mind. And really for you, you'll have to determine how you want to approach that if they're the same doubts that you're having, which maybe some of these things are things that you don't doubt and you don't question. And that's fine. I still think you're going to greatly enjoy the conversation. So when it's just me on this podcast, we're going to be diving digesting this a little bit but we all know that Jesus Never Ran is also a lot about interviewing other people so we are going to interview some people that have similar questions and doubts and we're going to hear their story but possibly more importantly we are going to hear what they are doing to deal with the doubts and questions that they have we're going to hear from pastors we're going to hear from artists business owners just People who are living life not afraid of the questions and who are digging into their faith, finding the answers that they're looking for, or simply living in the wonder. Now, some of you will not want to go on this journey with me, likely because you are fearful that it'll mess with your security and with your belief system. If that is you and you're listening and you're hearing me talk to you, I want to challenge you this year with Jesus Never Ran to be brave. And know that it's not my intention to mess with your belief system or to mess with your faith. Just to help you grow in your faith and expand in your belief and understanding of who God is to you. But you get to determine that, not me. Others of you hearing this, you're feeling like finally you're not alone. I mean, that's where I was not too long ago, where when I started hearing that there's other people asking the same questions as I was, that finally, for really the first time in my faith journey, I felt like I wasn't alone. And if that's who you are and you're listening to this thinking, oh my goodness, those questions that Matt posed today, those are my questions. Man, I want to I say awesome. I'm excited for you. But also I want to challenge you 
to let this year set you free. Now, maybe the third group of people will call you the group who is just going to listen from the sidelines, kind of like a spectator, and there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you're not sure if you want to engage in this conversation. Maybe you've not thought much about it. And to you, what I would say is this. Please just be open because you never know what you might stumble across. I am so excited about this coming year. I'm so excited about how I'm going to grow in my faith. I'm so excited to hear how you're growing in your faith. I'm excited to hear when you get angry. I'm excited to hear when you get excited. I'm excited to hear when you agree. And I'm also excited to hear when you disagree. Next week, we're going to kick it off with a pastor and an author. His name is Steve Weens. He's actually, I mean, the cool part about Steve is that he was connected. He was a staff member at that very first evangelical church that I ever went to. And ever since that time, he's been on an incredible journey. And some of the things that he's writing and some of the things that he's doing in his church community right now are so beautiful and exciting and hard and grueling. And I can't wait for you to hear from him. So that's next week. We'll see you then. Until that time, keep walking, hang in there, be safe. I'm excited to go on this journey with you.